You're listening to Them Three, a podcast that inspires people to be themselves while living life on purpose, with purpose. We're the McCleskies, two brothers. And a sister. Raised by the same parents, generations apart. When getting spanked wasn't considered abuse. It should have been. And when riding the bus without seatbelts was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Join us as we inspire siblings like ourselves to have more effective communication within their own family units. You be you. And inspire others to do the same. Welcome to Them Three Podcast. I am Anastasia McCleskey Sr. And we have Bill McCleskey. I was about to say Junior. Bill McCleskey in the building. What up? And we have Tim Jr. I am the eldest. He loves to say that. Elvis. You look hot. Jeans. You look kind of hot. <laughs> I'm, I'm hot warm. right I'm now. Warm. I'm, Why don't I'm you warm. take off your sweater? Well, I mean, the sweater, I mean, this is my look, but you know, my son is over here. He's doing his work, doing his Kumon, and he's got my heater in here, and I be he closed the door. Woo! That child is always Ooh. cold. Warm. He got on shorts, t-shirt, and no socks. I mean, he he comfortable. Well, why don't he put oh, on a, a, a sweater? He's real comfortable. Yeah. But no, I'm comfortable. I'm good. I'm good. good. What, good. What is that on the sweater? Is that is that a letter or what it's is that? A P. A P. a P. Okay. What's that stand for? I was on the wrong side. Okay, sorry. Huh? <laughs> you rubbed the wrong titty. Yes. Yeah, to that one with the P of it. <laughs> the P element. Oh, wow. The P for puberty now. Um, Wowzer. Okay. <laughs> P yeah. for my... My prerogative. Uh, it's perfection. my prerogative. Perfection. Okay. Oh, perfection. Ooh. Hey, Stacey, I was, uh, I, you know, those, oh my gosh. Can we just tell the folks about to follow you on Instagram? Because the songs you, you put together about the days of the week <laughs> are so amazing. It's Tuesday. I'm like, oh, I was playing it somewhere and somebody was like, is that Jennifer Hudson? I said, no, that's my sister. Man, she sound good. <laughs> I was like, that's hey. Jennifer McCleskey. <laughs> I know just get saying? these jingles. I always have a song in my heart. No matter where I go. I remember one time, Billy, you were like, are you going to sing everything? We were sitting at the dinner table <laughs> something. And you were like, pass me something. And I was like, pass me the potatoes. Oh, pass me. You know, you can make a song out of anything. Oh, no doubt. I do that. That's yeah. a habit. Can you change your name on your screen? So what you <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, I we got two, I did. Tim McCleskey Jr.'s in the building. I thought okay. I did. <laughs> okay. Uh, just, to, just to let the people know who are listening to this podcast, um, you know, we didn't go to podcast school or anything, uh, podcast university. Mm-hmm. So so we actually, you know, I, I always believe there's levels to things. So we, we coming out the gate kind of kind of like renegades, you know what I'm saying? But season two, boy, we, we about to be so sweet with it. But right now we don't care. We don't. <laughs> right now, we, we, we just we just have fun, you know, and uh, talking to the folks and uh, all that good stuff. But, you mm. know, I feel like this is what people like, honestly, because they want to feel like they are sitting in your living room with you, having the conversation with you. So. Yeah, yeah. Now, can you talk about that plant um, <laughs> over there? That plant is struggling. I mean, down at the bottom well, of it's the It's like, it's, the, it's, it's, you know. It's, oh, sorry, flower. I just hit pop flower in the face. So this plant right here, look at uh-huh. the whole thing. 
I got this from, I think, Costco last year, right? When's Costco is it a real like, plant? It's a real plant, right? Oh, okay. Okay. So I went away, you know, I came down to Nashville, I took a cross-country trip. I was, I was away for about six weeks and a friend of mine, my neighbor. Where are um, you now? I'm back in New York. I'm oh, in, you're back. oh, you're in New York. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in Inwood, <laughs> North Manhattan. And what? so my friend came, I got a lot of plants in my house. My friend came to water my plants, but she, I love her to death, but she'll do stuff like, be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna water him. And then I'll be like, did you water? And a week later, she's like, right, I'm going today. So my <laughs> plant, so this one, it had a whole top part. And you, as you could tell, that is gone, but uh, it's struggling. Wow. And I have an app that's helping me get some of my plants. A few of them, I have a um, banana tree, not a banana tree, but a banana, banana leaf plant in my bedroom that is, whew, if I showed that to you, you'd be like, just let it go, just let it go. Wow. It, it's amazing. Fantastic what plants do for your environment. Because I remember I had two fake plants in my uh, home before I got married. And I remember moving one out of the room. And then when I put it back in the room, when I would walk in the room, it would just feel like the room was alive. It was just like, and it was a fake, fake plant, you know, mm -hmm. but it was, it's, it's amazing, you know, just yeah, the my, energy. My, I have a ton of plants above my bed and when I flip the light on, it, it is as if they take a deep breath. I mean, because they're mm, alive, they're breathing, right. you know, living organisms that, mm -hmm, that have mm -hmm. life. And I, you, when you talk to a plant, you play music for them. If they're oh. dying, they come back to life oh. because they need love. Everything needs yeah, love. energy. Yeah. yeah, energy. It's a transfer. Well, I got energy. a plant in my house that ain't got no love. I got a what? plant. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so dead, and it's just you know it's one of those plants that kind of grows out and kind of grows down and all over the house. And mm. Deborah, my wife, put it up on the, at the on the landing when you go up the steps going upstairs, and it's a huge window. And I guess the window it was too much light coming in because that thing is like yellow. Oh Ain't yeah. Ain't no more green. Mm. It's just straight yellow. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. You might want to take it out the window. And maybe put it somewhere else. Where Too much like, sunlight. Yeah. It ain't my plan. Yeah. So how was y'all's? Wow. How was y'all's uh, week or the the last last few days over the weekend? How, how, Tim, how was your 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 past week, man? Since we last recorded. Oh, the week was amazing. Um, I had really good time spending with the with my family, um, my siblings, my mom. You know, she retired. Mm -hmm. uh, that was just a joy to 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 see her smile and and to to really get a lot of people to respond to her and retiring and showing up at the house that was really nice just the <laughs> fellowship yeah. you know she spent almost 35 years running the child care center where we worship Shirley Lane child care center and just did an amazing job and it's it's awesome when sometimes I would talk to her and she would tell me about a student who went to the child care center who's now a scientist with the CDC you know, I mean, it's just it, that that's amazing. And she mm -hmm. can just pick up the phone and call, call these people. But she knows she had some influence mm -hmm. on their growth mm -hmm. and development. Um, yeah. and, and so just to to know the impact that she had. I remember I was in in school at TSU, uh, Tennessee State University, and I was taking a, a senior level course. And I mentioned my mother. And the instructor was like, wait a minute, your mother's the director of the child care center at Trader Lane? I was like, yes. Yeah. She's like, oh, your mother's amazing. And, <laughs> you know, I remember just thinking, wow, the influence that she has on a, on a whole community. 
And I'm sitting here in a in a in a college class and a professor knows it. So that's that was just amazing to me. But I enjoyed it. Had a real good weekend, had a real good time. That's Stacy, what about you? What what about you? What's how was the 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 last week or so? (laughs) Ooh, Um, the face. The face you made. The face, the face. Um uh, (laughs) last last week was great. I, I honestly I was sitting here thinking, like, what did I do last week? I don't know. Sometimes the week go, weeks go by so fast. I can't even remember what happened. I mean, yes, I was definitely celebrating mom uh, via the interweb, via Zoom and the many pictures and videos that dad sent me. <laughs> um, honestly, I cannot remember what I did last week. I got a physical, which mm. I think it's important. Mm. I think it's important um, that we go to the doctor and, and check on our bodies and, and, and stay in tune with our health, especially as black and brown folk. Because a lot of times we don't, and it's very mm-hmm. important um, to catch things early if something's happening in your body. Um, so that was great. I got I got a physical, got some blood work done. I'll have some follow-up appointments. Um, I'm trying to think what else I did last week. I cooked, I think. Oh, you know what? Last week I um, co-hosted a trivia night at this place called The Liberty with one of my dear friends, and that was fun. It was outside. Um, in New York, we don't have inside dining right now, indoor dining right now, everything is outside, but a lot of these restaurants have built these amazing structures outside on the sidewalks and kind of in the street with heating and, and lovely couches and all this stuff. Um, so it's really cool to check out some of the new outdoor dining, even though it's cold, they, they make it very comfortable. Um, and then Friday I went to this restaurant called butter. I've, I love food. Yeah. Um, and I've really been, <laughs> yeah. And I've really <laughs> been into cooking um, different things um, in my house. And I've had so much time to do that. But I went to this really great restaurant called Butter and I got this butternut squash um, and it tasted like Christmas. If you can think of everything that goes into Christmas for you, the feeling of it, um, the, the smells of Christmas, the sounds, it was in this bowl. I kid you not. And I said, mm. how did they get a whole season into a dish? Wow. And I always feel that when you eat something that tastes that good, it is truly cooked with love. I think that's what some of the greatest chefs cook with love mm-hmm, because absolutely. it's something that it's a craft, it's an mm-hmm. art and they love what they're doing and they're pouring their heart and their souls into it. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I think I hung out with some people, flitted around probably. But Ooh, yeah. flittered. Okay. Terried. Oh, tear hole. <laughs> no, you love Terry. when I say Terry. Terry. How was your week, Billy? Uh, it was good. It was really good. I ended up uh, January uh, with a bang, obviously celebrating with mom and the family. And so that was amazing. And uh, I'm, I'm really observing what mom is going to do next. You know, I'm interested in, in being uh, influential. <laughs> And uh, encouraging her to, you know, uh, become a consultant and a a subject matter expert and based on what she's done for the last 30 plus years uh, in that field, because, you know, she has a lot of uh, expertise in early childhood education and and she does some she's done some consulting work before Mm -hmm. and been an adjunct professor and things like that. But, you know, she could really turn what she's done into a book, an online course um just just really be that that that, and add her personality to it and uh still enjoy the work just in a different lane you know so i think that that could be a opportunity for her but for me 
Um, you know, I, I like January because it's, for me, it's one of those months where, you know, how people set New Year's resolutions and stuff. January for me is still a, a month where I plan out my year, you know, so I was doing that all month. And, and then February, you know, uh, February 1st, which was yesterday, we, we just hit it. You know, we, we got some new goals. Uh, I set a, a goal to run 100 miles this month. And um, I'm really interested in uh, how, I'm, how I'm going to fare. Where are uh, you with, now? Because I saw on your Instagram, you've been sweating for two days. So, you know. <laughs> hey, what, this is day two. So uh, <laughs> I, I just ran, I ran five miles yesterday and I ran five miles today. So I'm at wow. 10 miles. That's you amazing, know. Billy. Good. That Good that's job, really man. amazing. Yeah. So, and I've been doing it during lunch too. So oh. I I, wow. I get a, a a smoothie or a juice and um, grab that, uh, and then I go to the gym, run, take a shower, go back to the office. You know what I'm saying? Where are you and going to the gym? At the Y downtown. Oh, downtown Y. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm at the Y. So. So no, it's, that's uh, that's what I'm looking forward to, and just um, really, really seeing what I'm capable of and pushing myself, and and that, it's a discipline thing. It's kind of like your 75 hard, <laughs> Stacey. <it's, it's, laughs> Let me tell you something. 75 hard is hard, which is why I'm not doing it right now yeah. because, like, <laughs> yeah, because it's like you, it's like you said, January is still part of figuring out your, mm -hmm. your goals and the plans to reach those goals. And so I, I wasn't mentally ready for that, but yeah. I, I have some new challenges. I'm going to start. This I was, I'm you know, I was I'm listening to something uh, uh, about this guy saying that he was going to, y'all know, I love watching marathon documentaries. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all yeah. mention that every episode. Okay. You do. <laughs> so so man, I was watching this episode about this guy. They run these ultra marathons, like 50, hundred miles and something. And this guy was saying, like, he he plans out, he he figures out ahead of time what could go wrong, and he plans it out, not only physically, but mentally as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So he, he'll say something like, okay, around 20 miles, I'm going to be feeling like this, and I'm going to be thinking this at mile 50 and stuff like that. So so you're right. I mean, Stacey, you got you to gotta mentally prepare for this stuff just as if we were driving across country, right? Yes. You know, we, we map out where we're going to stop you know, gas up, all this type of stuff, playlists. We we plan all this out. We got to do that when we set goals too. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are you about to say, Tim? No, I'm, I'm still stuck on this 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 whole idea that squash tastes like Christmas. Tastes like Christmas. I, I'm still like, <laughs> hey, she tripping me out so much. I pulled up the restaurant. I'm like, butter I'm like, in midtown. Like, all it's, I remember, it's a, I, I, when I think of squash, I think of what dad used to have when he would serve us squash at home. And it looked like squash that had been cooked three times over that had a lot of extra water in it but i'm gonna tell you onions. squash casserole if cooked correctly is oh bomb. yeah now that's good with some but good it depends crackers. on the squash like this was specifically <clears throat> wow specifically butternut squash soup <clears throat> so butternut squash <laughs> no please don't say Pacific. Pacific. i can't stand what people say <laughs> so specifically i'm like the ocean it gotta pay <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> it was specifically butternut squash um, soup. So, you know, that already give it, it's not like that little yellow squash that daddy, the oh, little yeah, regular yeah. squash. No, no, no. That's regular squash, not, not butternut. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna tell you though, I go to sweats and that I don't know. People be tripping on sweats, but I like they the way they cook their squash casserole. It's very good. I'm sure it's got a lot of butter in it, but mm -hmm, it does, uh, anyway. I heard I was in this uh, training one time and the trainer was training, you know, she's talking, she's very articulate and she's training us and blah, blah, blah. 
And then she said, Pacifically. <laughs> and I, I was in a train. I didn't know. I only knew like one other person in there. But it was like maybe 15 people in the train. And I looked at somebody I didn't even know. And we were like. <laughs> it just took you and out then, of the train. <laughs> and then somebody said, well, Atlantically, we <laughs> was like, oh. We're naming oceans now. We're doing it, okay? Uh, Arctically. Uh, but, uh, woo, it's, 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 it's okay. It's all right. It is. Sure. Yeah, I'm glad y'all I'm glad y'all had a, a good week. Hey, man, before, before we jump into, like, a question or whatever, I wanted to play y'all some, uh, we got some messages on the oh, app. Yeah. By the way, those, who, those of you who are listening, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I believe on anchor.fm, you can send us a, a, a message, an audio message, not 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 an email or whatever. You can send us an audio message and we might play it. You know what I'm saying? If you got something to say. So check this one out, y'all. Hey, guys, it's 2.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Miami. I just want to let you know that I finished listening to the podcast and you guys were wild and out. I enjoyed it so much and look forward to the next one. I'm going to send in my question. Love you guys. Peace out. That that was our cousin Terry Zoe. How, what do we call it? Zoe? <laughs> Linda Terry. Linda, Terry Linda Madison. Linda Dooley. Linda Lu- Doolit, Ter- <laughs> Zoe. Doolit. Appreciate you, Zoe, for listening. Love you, in. She said, she said yeah. 2 a.m. She was up. At I 2 know, a.m. right? <laughs> Out of Miami. She's is she in Miami or Hollywood? Yeah, well, Miami. Miami. Yeah, Miami. Miami. Okay, yeah. okay. She's in Miami. All right, here's one more, y'all. Here's one more. Y'all gonna trip out of this one. <laughs> hey, them siblings. I just want to know. Okay, I get Bill Lee and Stacy, but what is Tim Jr.? Are you serious? Tim Bone, get real, baby. Use that name. I love you guys. Bye. This is Linda Dooley. <laughs> she just be up sending in messages. I no, love it though. I, I love, love it. I love it. She yeah. said, them, them siblings is <laughs> them three. First, three. First of all, firstly, <laughs> it's them three. And uh, yeah, Timbone is. Uh, do we know where Timbone came from? Yeah, where, Timbone. Where? They used to call Dad Timbone because he was so skinny. Oh, oh okay, wow. okay. So since you're Tim Jr., you got yeah. that's right, that's right. I knew that. And you yeah. were skinny too when you were little. I don't, <laughs> well, know. I, I, I don't know if I was ever really skinny. I was, you know, I was. You uh, you were, were premium. You were full back, full back. <laughs> you know what I'm I was never huge. Never nah. huge. Nah. Easy, yeah. I, I could call Rowan Timbone. He's so skinny. Oh, oh yeah, Rowan is skinny. Oh, ain't man. nothing wrong with being skinny. Ain't nothing wrong with being hey, man, big. Walls ain't nothing wrong with being big. Walls hey, hey, hey. Yeah. So, so, body types hey, are accepted. Uh, so we do have a couple of questions, and we, you know, we, let's let's take a look at some of these here. Dive in, dive in. Um, uh, we got a question from Latika Coleman. What's up, Latika? Yes. Who is that? Y'all know her? I don't. Oh. Okay, Latika <laughs> Coleman said. Yep. Where's my gift card? Exclamation point. Three <laughs> times. Okay. So she's she she's from LD Coleman Consulting. Mm. Okay. Is That's that in hard. Nashville? Is it where is that? I don't uh, know. Atlanta. Oh wow. ATL. Atlanta. Okay. ATL in the ATL, building. ATL, shouty. Uh, and she's talking about the gift card we were giving away. We we have not decided when. Uh we oh no. So we're gonna give the gift card away at the end of the season. Okay. Yes. So we just want you guys to continue to engage us yeah. and all that good stuff. And put everything you want in your Amazon cart, you know, so save it for the gift card. 
Put it all Put on the list. Car. Just create your list. <laughs> and then Latoya White, also known as Latoya Ramsey White, uh, said, you all are quite the entrepreneurial sibling set. None of you have settled into the realms of corporate America. Mm. What influence do you think your upbringing had in your careers? Also, y'all are hilarious. Where do you think that came from? <laughs> so uh, y'all want to address those questions. What influence do you think your upbringing had in your careers? Oh, God. You know, if you really think about it, um, I think our parents really supported us as individuals. Um, I don't think they tried to put us mm -hmm. in a cookie cutter mold and say, you know, you got to do this. Well, I take that back. Um, they, they all wanted us, they both wanted us to go to college. They all talked about us going to school, but um, they allowed us to go where we wanted to go to school. Um, yeah. So like, like Stacy, you know, they, they didn't say, oh, you got to go to TSU because they grad, they're both TSU alumni. Mm -hmm. um, and I know some people want their kids to go to their school where they graduated. Or a traditional um, college too. Right. Yeah. Like four year yeah. college, yeah. Um, and um, Stacy went to fact, what was it, 18 months? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to go to Tuskegee. I mean, oh, you I did? remember, oh, yeah, I had I, gotten accepted to Tuskegee. You know, I was so, I was just so pro black, you know, coming out of White Street High School and I, I was going to Tuskegee. And um, I remember I was in my room filling out the housing information. Dad comes in there, he said, Hey, 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 uh, Tim, you, you, you got a, a scholarship to UT Knox, but you, you can put that stuff up. You're going to UT. I was hot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my man. I had not applied to UT, University of Tennessee. <laughs> How did you get a scholarship then? Um, somebody uh, offered, gave me a scholarship. I think it was a, a church member, and they were able to send my information in, and I got like a partial scholarship. Wow. So, gotcha. you know. And you going to Tuskegee, and I didn't understand it at the time. That was out of state tuition. It's a, it's mm -hmm. not a, you yeah. know, it's a private school. So that's that's a lot. Oh of money. yeah. So yeah. when you compare, there is no comparison. Yeah. And so so what he said made sense, but I didn't like it at the time. I'm like, what? I mean, University of Tennessee, um, the black population at the time was probably maybe three or four thousand against thirty two thousand mm -hmm. versus going to Tuskegee in yeah. Alabama. But, I mean, um, it's it's night and day. Now, my first my first semester at UT, I came back to TSU's homecoming. I had on a T-shirt, some khakis, and some bucks. Y'all know what bucks are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I was like, I was like, hey guy, hey guy. <laughs> folks were like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> he went to UT. Right. I went to UT. Tailgate. Yeah. Looking like but I finished at TSU. I finished at an HBCU. I did not finish at UT. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wonder I wonder what would have happened, though, if you had been able to go to the school of your choice, you know, what, mm -hmm. what that would have pushed you into doing or what life if life would have looked different. But, you know, yeah, could have would have. Stacey, what do you what influence do you think your upbringing had on uh, your career? I mean, I think Tim is right. Our, our parents never really put us in a box. I don't I don't think they did that because they couldn't. We are three very strong personalities. We have three very strong personalities. Uh, we're very opinionated people, but I think that's because our parents are opinionated. So that's like a learned habit. Um, and they listened. I mean, for me, for school, I got a full ride to Berkeley School of Music hmm. for your school in Boston. Um, but I didn't want to move to Boston. I wanted to move to New York City. 
And I knew that. And I, I remember I, I, I didn't take the SAT, I took the ACT. And when you take it, they make you take this personality, fill out this personality questionnaire. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming home and there was a letter on my bed from the school I ended up going to called American Musical and Dramatics Academy. And no one knew who put the letter on my bed. No one knew. And so I opened it and I had gotten a scholarship there as well. And, but it cost a little bit more. And at the time it was a two-year program. And I remember writing a paper and pitching it to dad hmm. to allow me to move to New York. Now, little did he know I was going to go to New York regardless. I had already talked to mom. But what I needed to pitch to him was so he could help me pay for it or help mm-hmm. me fill out the financial aid work, pay for it. Um, but yeah, I ended up going to AMDA and it it, it changed my life. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I think if I had gone to another school, I'm not a, a big school type of person. None of the schools I've been to in my life have been big school. My high school was small. Uh, my graduating class was, I think, 99 people. Um, so I, I think Tim is right. They, they encourage us to be ourselves and they listened. And I think it's very important to listen. I don't have any children, but I think it is important to listen to your children because um, even though they're children, they still have something to say and they're expressing themselves, not Absolutely. their parents uh, selves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For me, guys, I mean, um, that's, that's interesting. I agree with you. Uh, I remember my college decision-making process was interesting. I wanted to go to Morehouse in Atlanta. Uh, that was my first choice. And, and by the way, I only applied to HBCUs. Mm. <laughs> so I applied to, to Morehouse. <clears throat> I applied to uh, Dillard in uh, Louisiana. I applied to uh, Clark in Atlanta. And I applied to Fisk University and maybe one more. I can't remember another another university, but uh, my first choice was Morehouse. Uh, Dad and I had gone down there to visit, that did the tour. Uh, we sent in the application, all that good stuff. And uh, I was preparing to go to Morehouse. But I got this letter in the mail from Fisk. And they mm-hmm. said, full ride. We're going to pay for everything. And then I, I remember going to high school, going to school one day, and one of my best friends there, Anthony, y'all know Anthony Watkins, shout out to Anthony. Hey, hey Watt, uh, he was, he's like, man, I'm going to Fisk. I got the same scholarship. I was like, all right, I'm going to Fisk. So I, I, I went to dad. <laughs> I was like, hey, look at this paperwork. You know, they're going to pay for me to go to school. You know, right. it's, it's all free. All I got to do is pay for my books. He was like, well, <laughs> do you want to go to Fisk? I was like, yeah, Anthony going there. We, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 actually made me feel like, okay, we can make this work because I didn't really necessarily want to stay in Nashville, but uh, I, I did like Fisk. And you know what's interesting about that too? Um, when I was a senior in high school, I went to Fisk to do, I wrote my term, one of my major term papers, we had to do two of them, but one of them was on the Fisk Jubilee Singers. And I remember going to Fisk and, and going to the library, talking to this lady in special collections, and, and I sat in the library, and there were a lot of students buzzing around me, and they would talk to me ever so often, and I was thinking, oh, they probably think I go to school here, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I did all this research on the Fist Jubilee Singers, and I, I thought it was such an intriguing story, and then a few months later, I was like, yeah, I'll go to Fist. That's a cool, cool, that's a cool you know, school and cool story. But um, I also think that early on, our parents also taught us uh, two things. And one is to believe in ourselves, you know, that, that, you know, we could do anything. And number two, to always do a good job, you know, mm-hmm. and those are things that I remember 
them really impressing upon us when we were growing up, you know, whether it was with dad just to, you know, doing chores or, or uh, with mom doing chores around the house, dad with dad cutting the grass, you know, Tim always tried to get out of cutting the grass, talking about he had asthma, <laughs> but, <clears throat> yep. you know, but, but I remember dad like explaining to me, okay, when you cut the grass, you know, oh you, you go push the mower down in a straight line <laughs> and then you turn around and you come back pushing and he would, and then he would always say, and he would say this when he would explain several things. He would say, and when you look back over your work, you'll be proud of yourself to know that you did a good job. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so relevant to me, even now as an adult. You know, when I do something, even if it's just vacuuming the house, I look at it and I say, man, I did a good job. And I'm proud, mm-hmm. I'm proud of the work that I did, whether it's small or whether it's big. And so that and just, just and I think my mom's gift you know, being an educator was just just instilling like unlimited belief in us, you yeah. know, and, and it was, I, I remember being young uh, watching the Olympics in, in 1984, watching Carl Lewis run track, you know, and, and, and win these gold medals. And I remember telling mom, I want to go to the Olympics, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember her saying, you can go to the Olympics. You can do that. You can do that. And she said it with so much confidence as a seven or eight year old. I was like, man, I can I can go to the Olympics. Like like internally, I believe like, man, my mom just said I can, I, I can actually do this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she did for so many years for those kids. But she obviously did it to us as well. So now as adults, we believe we can do absolutely anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we know that when we do something, we do an absolutely good job, you know? So those two things together, you know, produce a a really unique achiever. Now, I I think one thing that, that, because sometimes people might think, well, you know, your parents, they, they, they were always supportive and they always gave you this great advice. But I will say this, um, sometimes as parents, we, we can make decisions that we think are best for our kids. And that's not necessarily always the case in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I understand now why dad was like, you can put that stuff down, you going to UT. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't prepared for the culture shock. Yeah. He going yeah. to UT. You know, we grew up <clears throat> in a predominantly black neighborhood. Um, and when I say not just the neighborhood, the community, the from community, the church. Yeah the grocery store to the bank to the drugstore to the it was predominantly programs yeah yeah, after school it was predominantly black the library Mm -hmm. so everybody was black and you you're telling me you know we're not having a conversation you're just saying put this aside you go into this school and you're going to figure it out and i remember going to the orientation that summer and I was a, a nervous wreck just looking around and nobody looked like me. Yeah. And I wasn't used to that. I didn't know how to manage that. I didn't even know how to have a conversation about that. And I believe that's probably one of the reasons I didn't finish there. I don't, I don't, and I'm not looking at, at that as an excuse, but I had no idea what I was going to do when I got there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to major in. I mean, I'm okay. I'm going to UT now. So, okay. Right. Because you had a plan. Figure it out. Well, you were the first right. child too, so you kind of like an experiment, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You said, you said, Dad came to you was like, "Okay, so do you want to go to fit?" We didn't have that conversation. <laughs> you know, I was the guinea pig guinea child. Pig. You, you know, were. You just going here. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, but, I didn't have no chores, but okay. But but I, but you know what? What you didn't have no chores? <laughs> no. Oh. 
Oh, I tell you what. I mean, I used to ask for stuff to do, and Dad would be like, no, no. I mean, I think part of it is because I was a girl. And uh, he was like, no, nah, no. Nah. I used to beg Dad to let me cut the grass. Even when I go home now, you know, he's 76. I'm like, let me cut the grass. I got it. I'm like, I'm able-bodied and eager. But I had sinus issues, and he was oh, like, man. you need to go finish cutting the grass. So, I mean, I, they didn't have masks. We, we had a... a, 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 a time now where you have to put on your COVID mask. Okay, they didn't have masks then. I would take a shirt and tie it around my face <laughs> because my sinuses were bothering me and I was sneeze and I would have to stop in the oh. middle of cutting grass, come in, blow my nose, wipe my face, wash my face off. And we all like you blow your nose, yeah. No. I mean, it was, it was terrible. It was, ter- it was the biggest the dramatic show ever. <laughs> I, leave, I leave home and don't ever have to cut grass again. Now my sinuses are fine. I can cut grass now. Oh, they fine now. <laughs> now they fine. That, that was a mental thing for you. No, it was not. It was not. You can tell no, Sean no, that I, I increased their, their, their stock portfolio. No, I, I used to have to take an asthma pill, like the Primatine Mist pill. Oh. I took one oh every time before I cut the grass because I would have an asthma attack if yeah. I didn't. You know, yeah. so like it, 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 it affected me now. Now I don't have to do that now. Uh, when we first when we first moved in at our house, I was cutting the grass. I ain't cutting them no on, but uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't impact me like that. Now that's kind of interesting, but yeah, that's that's a trip. Maybe it's the grass, you know, it's a different type of grass. It, it could have been the grass. It could have been the grass. <laughs> sure, but, it might have been know, the grass. This, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I will say this: when, when I decided to go back to college, um, and I went to an uh, HBCU, which time? I went to Tennessee State. And <laughs> I, um, you went to it MTSU was a, was, too, didn't you? Oh, I went to in a, American Baptist College. I didn't go to Trevecca. Trevecca cost too much. No, I couldn't, I couldn't afford Trevecca. You know That's why I got more. on the sweater. That's a college sweater you got on. This is my Pepperdine. No, it's not. Oh, oh, duh. I thought about going to but, Pepperdine. Okay. This is, but, but when I actually decided to go, I actually paid for it myself. And I enjoyed going. I knew mm. why I was going. I knew what I wanted to study. I knew what I wanted to do. Um, and, and I had a good time in class. And, and, and what's amazing is here, here I was, a, I'm, a, I'm an adult. I have a child. At the time, I was a, a single father with my son. But I enjoyed going to class. There were times I would take him to class with me. And people were just shocked to see a single Black father with their child, mm-hmm. single father, um, in class. But it, it helped me to understand I was in a place where I knew what I wanted. And sometimes we have to allow children, I believe, to grow into themselves. You know, you, you graduate from high school. Who said you have to go right to college? Exactly. If you're not ready to go to college. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Yeah. You know, um, who said you have to go to a four year school? I tell a lot of my clients now as a federal benefit counselor, I do workshops and I'll tell people when we're talking about college. You know, if they are not the the brightest light in the bulb and they're not going to get a scholarship <laughs> or they have no money coming in and you haven't prepared, they can go to a junior college in the state of Tennessee. You graduate high school, you can go to a junior college for free. You know, yeah, now I know exactly. all states aren't like that, but you have to take advantage. Well, they want to be with their friends, but that's the problem right there. <laughs> You're trying yeah. to help them up to live up to some height, but Typically, a lot of times, the first couple of years, we don't know what we want to do anyway. So why waste a whole lot of money while we out there flopping like a fish? 
And the crazy thing I, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I mean, Biggest I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cut go us ahead. off. Go. <laughs> uh, but I look at right now, you know, when COVID hit, for instance, yeah. the essential jobs weren't even the, the, the jobs that people are going out there and eagerly to get the ones that people are being, you know, you had, uh, of course, of course, you have the frontline workers. So nurses, doctors, but receptionists, you know, you have the people cleaning the hospitals, mm-hmm. you know, um, construction workers. Uh, the garbage men, garbage men make a ton of money. First of all, yeah. they get yeah. wonderful benefits here in New York. The MTA workers, they, it's a great job to have. Um, but like a lot of jobs that you would think, oh, they're essential. They weren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, it, yeah. and I think that shocked a lot of people because I think a lot of people downplay certain jobs that we actually need and certain skills yeah. that we actually need that only a specific few had during COVID. And I think that shocked a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but you're right, Tim Bone. I, I was talking to dad once about how some kids, they might want to go to a trade school. Everybody's right. not going to be a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher or whatever. You know, some people might want to be a plumber or an electrician, uh, electricianist. Yeah. No or, electrician. No electrician. In <laughs> with the end. Electricianly. Yeah, no, Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it, college, a four year university or college is not for everyone. Right. And I'm so glad that we are breaking right. that tradition. Yeah. Um, because I think it's something, you know, I think a lot of times people want to have this picture. This is what my family looks like and what they do and blah, blah, blah. But, just because you didn't go to a four-year school doesn't mean you can't have that picture. I didn't go to a four-year school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And look, look at how it's exceptional. I- and you've been on the Tony Awards. <laughs> right. Okay. Twice. And, and on Good Morning America. Right. Hey, <laughs> hey but you know, you know, I, there, there are companies now like Google and um, there's another big company. I forgot. I think Microsoft. Microsoft, they, I think. Is doing they're it. essentially building their own universities. Uh, and and they're not called universities, but they call them something else. But basically, they take kids out of high school and take them through this program, like a two-year program. And basically, they're learning skills. They go to class and stuff. And then when they graduate, when they finish, they got a job for them, you know. And and these kids are making a ton of money. They're making yeah. six yeah. figures, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. because they've learned to, to to code or become a programmer or data data analytics and all this other stuff. These are skills that are paying a ton of money. So uh, I think that's that's the shift as well. I can say for me, I definitely was ready to go to college. Um, and that's probably because of the high school I went to, too. Like I went to Hume Fog, which was ranked 36 of uh, 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 top high schools in the whole country at the mm-hmm. time that I went there. And everybody there was like super smart and got crazy scholarships and and uh, I always joke and tell people I graduated number last, okay? <laughs> because, you know, um, I was, I literally was number last. Um, but <clears throat> I was around all these quote unquote book smart folks and, uh, and well-rounded people too. Um, but I was ready because when I got to college, I noticed how I compared to other students, in college, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I was t- telling mom and dad and, and Tim and them the other night, you know, I was a business major in college, but some of my electives, I would take English because, you know, I'd love to read and stuff. And I would take like African-American lit and Harlem Renaissance literature and stuff like that. 
And the, the people in those, most people in those classes were English majors, but they couldn't write. Most, some of them couldn't write, but you're an English major. Like I was writing better than you. I was getting the top grade in the class in some of these classes. Um, but you know, my high school prepared me for that. You know, even though I didn't need, it's like, I got a, I graduated with a C average uh, almost from like the Harvard of, of high schools, you know? Uh, but if you went to Harvard, you probably had a certain level of, of education. But anyway, I love what's happening uh, in that realm to see these companies. And then, and then there's coding schools popping up. A buddy of mine runs a coding school here in Nashville. Uh, I know Vanderbilt even has a boot camp. you know, for 24 weeks, you can learn a skill and you can literally go out and get a good job, you know, doing these things. So um, I think that's the, the shift that's happening in, in 15 years. That's, I mean, it's probably going to be a majority of uh, post high school graduate education. Yeah. I think another piece in why that happens now is people are tired of paying student loans. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, it's just yeah. it's ridiculous. It's and, ridiculous. Well, well, I take that back. The loan itself, the idea of paying for college is, I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. The, the challenge is it's a daily rate. So you buy a car, you buy a home, you got an annual percentage rate. You got an annual percentage rate on a credit card. APR, yeah. But on your student, your APR, but your student loan is a daily rate. Is it? And, I didn't even know that. It's, a, it's ridiculous. It's a daily rate. And that's well, why people are like, well, I'm paying this money, I'm paying this money, I'm paying this money. And I, I don't, I can't even seem to get a dent in it. That's yeah. right, because you're paying a daily rate. Wow. And so if you're paying $400 a month, well, 380 is going to, to interest. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's well, crazy. The other That's crazy wild. thing about it is you cannot, they don't forgive that debt in bankruptcy. You know, some wow. people, they're they going to file yeah. bankruptcy oh, and get rid don't? of it. No. Wow. So, yeah. so you're yeah. giving like an 18-year-old, you know, a $100,000 loan. They don't even know what they want to do with their life but you're going to give them this big loan and then it's unforgivable. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's a daily rate. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a scam to me. <laughs> oh, and that's, that's... on top of that, you can't pay your student loan with credit cards. You can't. Oh no. Wow. I, would, I would try to go in and buy, cause you know, sometimes you can get a credit card and you get like for the first 18 Transfer months, no yeah. interest transfer. Yeah. Nope. And you can't take out a loan from, I was like, maybe I'll just take out a different loan, pay this, pay this thing off. Uh, no, it's got to come directly out of your bank account. Mm. Um, or you got to write a check. I mean, yeah. Deborah and I were looking at hers and I was looking at them. I'm like, no, they want your actual cash. Because wow. naturally common sense would say, if you transfer it over and pay it all, mm -hmm. they don't get that daily rate money. Right, yeah. right. So I'm like, it's not, and people need to know that kind of stuff on the front end. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm amazed uh, at my client base. People got fifty, a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt mm. with no guarantee of a job. Oh man! <laughs> but somebody give you a mortgage in student loan debt, right? But you don't have a job, right? You know, there's no guarantee you're gonna <laughs> get a job. I, I, just, I just, I think that's amazing to me that people do that. But yeah. sometimes people haven't really been taught what to do. You haven't. Um, I mean, in the system is rigged, like you said, it's rigged. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rigged it's like the election. Okay, let me just tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that election was a scam, <laughs> and we want to stop the steal. Okay. Oh my no. I'm, 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 oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness is right. But I, but I think it is rigged, and we gotta. But you know, it's also a game. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's a game, and you gotta learn the game. You gotta learn. Yeah. 
the game and the rules and who's winning? Who's winning the game? They say the golden rule is 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 not doing to others as you would have them do it to you. The golden rule is he who has the gold makes the rule. OK, <laughs> so so we got to learn, OK, who's making money off this? Like, how does the money flow? Exactly. And 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 uh, because it's, it's it's utterly ridiculous. Now, we never got to her last question here. Uh, we Y'all kind of went off on that. But <laughs> it, it, it uh, said y'all are hilarious. Where do you think that came from? Oh, man. I, I think we were just all born funny. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? I mean, I think I think mom and dad are pretty funny. I think our, our grandparents, when I think back, like, mm -hmm. um, I think anyone who speaks their mind is funny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. that's, a good, that's a good definition. I like that. Because a lot of people don't say what they're truly thinking. And, and, and mm -hmm. I'm not saying say it in a way that hurts people or belittles people. But I... I I think our grandparents, our aunts and uncles, our parents, people just we, that we grew up around that were older than us, that were mentors, they all spoke their mind. And it's just, it's hilarious. Yeah. I think you throw yeah. on top of that our accents, because sometimes I hear how country I sound up here. And I'm like, wow, that's comedy within itself. Mm. But um, yeah, but I do think, I mean, and I think we laugh at ourselves too. I think when yeah. you can laugh at yourself, it's even it's even more funny <laughs> yeah. Yeah. because a yeah. lot of people can't do that. And I think yeah. that takes a, a, a some sort of confidence, but also that comes from our parents as well. Yeah, they allowed us to be ourselves, um, which at times can just be funny when even we think we're being serious. I mean, we just look ridiculous yeah. um, and we can laugh at that and be OK. Um, we weren't. I don't think when we laugh at each other, we feel like somebody's making me feel bad or doing something to mistreat me. Well, it's, it's, Pisces, it's, <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a Pisces, so I'm serious. Oh, okay, okay. I'm but, you know, I mean, because I think about, I think about our parents' friends. I remember growing up and we had, you know, friends of our parents that went to church and they had kids that were close in age with us and they were just all hilarious. Mm -hmm. They were all all hilarious uh -oh. um, and so when i think about that <laughs> what the internet thought internet. It, he said they were, uh, 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 uh. are you serious <laughs> no it's the, all good my internet it, should be the working. i think it was the p <laughs> oh the p the p oh no oh, oh boy but oh, at boy. any rate yeah but i think i think they they allowed us to be who we were and even now, when we sit around, we might tell some of the same stories over and over again, and we still laugh about it. Mm -hmm. And we love just that that free freedom of just being ourselves and and, and enjoying each other. Yeah, and being you know, okay one, one thing that I really admire about mom, and I think Stacy, you were saying this, we 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 speak our mind, you know. And I think, and sometimes when mom speaks her mind, it is so funny. It's like, she just be saying stuff and you can't, you know, it's like, wow, you just said that, you know, like, like with a straight face. Or you said, you know, and, and it's just, it's just amazing. And I find myself doing that now. I, I could be in a business meeting and I'll say something in, in a tactful way, you know, but people will look at me like, what in the world? And I'm like, hey, bruh, <laughs> you know, so I, I think I think we you know, I think we got that from our mom. 
Yeah. And I think I, we, what we got from my dad in terms of being funny is, you know, having a facade, you know, it's like, like, like we, like we, we, we have this face on, but deep down every now and again, I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking, you know, and I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to get you, you know, and because uh, <laughs> I hear dad doing that sometimes. I'm like, oh, you really, you really are, you know, being, you know, kind of shady or not shady. But, uh, no, it's, it's what's shady the word? Time. What's the word I'm thinking about? Uh, petty. Yeah. Petty. <laughs> yes. You are. You really are being petty uh, right now. Because sometimes dad, you one thing dad does. I don't know why dad does this. He does it to you, Tim, and he does it to me. And he'll say stuff like, like our wives will be sitting there and he'll always bring up the ex-girlfriends. I'm like, all the time. Dude, what was that girl you used to bring Brown in? <laughs> Who was that? Who was that? Oh Lord. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just think that's um he does do that. Cheryl did that last weekend. Cheryl did that. Who was that child you used today? That child. <laughs> that child. I was like, what's up? What's going on with that child now? I'm like, I don't know. That's a trick question. Cause why should I know what's going on? But right. I'm, 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 I'm gonna give y'all an example. This is so funny, Stacy. I don't even know if you were in town, but <laughs> but one of them childs, okay, that Tim was dating. She he she he brought her there to the house. Many. There were many. And yeah, there were many. And he and she brought her daughter. You, you remember from Atlanta? Was that oh, the dang. girl? I don't, I don't know. I, I can't tell too many details. People gonna be like, "You're talking about me?" Oh no. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, I get uh, uh, somebody one of my one of my uh, this podcast I listen to. They say we got to get our insurance bucket out because you know <laughs> people gonna start. But anyway, so so the 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 girl the daughter started talking about uh, how she was you know graduating from school but she couldn't find a job and blah blah blah. And y'all's mama <laughs> came in the conversation and was like, well. They should have something to help you get a job. <laughs> if they not doing that, I don't know if you, you know, I was just like. <gasps> I heard about, I, you told me about it. I feel like. It was so, because everybody was thinking, I think I was thinking it, but she just verbalized it. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my goodness. No, I, I, I think the worst one was somebody was at the house. <laughs> <laughs> that I that I had from the that, past. That was another uh-huh. one. Yeah. And and we it's during the holidays. And and dad <laughs> just out of the blue said, you know, if if you only make this amount of money, <laughs> you ain't gonna ever be able to take care of yourself. You ain't gonna ever be able to get no real job. <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to buy a house. And I'm like, where did this random come from? He said that to you or your friend? Well, he, he just, just he threw was just it out in the atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> but she was sitting there. Wow, yeah. that's petty. And, that and is basically, petty. They, they, we all knew. I mean, it was just like, wow, that's deep. He just came out of left field. But, but it's, but it's almost what like, what you going to do? You're at my house. You're sitting at my table eating my food. I'm about to tell you. I ain't going to call your name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But I'm just gonna say something that's gonna relate to you. But, but he said yeah. stuff uh, to us about us too, because you know, Dad would be like, "Hey Tim, uh, you 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 gain a little weight, there, ain't you, son?" You, you, He's always you, talking about something with weight. You, Lord you, have you Push away from the table a little bit, don't you? Need to, all you gotta do is just push away from the table. And I'm like, dude, 
I just enjoy the cake. I'm right now trying to eat some cake. And you telling me I need to push away from the table. But that's what he did. I figured, okay, you get you get over 70, you can say whatever you want to say. Yeah. But, but our know, parents I, have been like that for as long as I've known them. So <laughs> 37 years ago, they were doing the same thing. You know? Maybe it's because they used to, you know, because I remember I brought up this weekend how dad used to, you know, we'd be sitting at the kitchen table on Sunday afternoon and we ready to eat because we done spent two and a half, three hours at church since Sunday school. And dad, when he's not really hungry, he prayed one of his long prayers. <laughs> And I put my head down and started sticking my tongue out mm -mm. to touch my food because I was hungry during one of his long prayers. And I look up and Bro, mom took an egg or something and threw something at me off her plate. <laughs> how, how old were you when you did that? I don't know. I was probably about 10, 11 years old. Oh, okay. Because like that. that sounds just like Rowan. That it sounds does. just like something <laughs> Rowan to do. <laughs> Yo, son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> hey y'all, last time, last time we uh last podcast episode, we we actually had a lot of takeaways. Uh we recommended some books and podcasts and uh mm -hmm. and things like that. And this one, y'all weren't really talking about nothing. I mean, y'all, y'all <laughs> I think we I think we talk about one thing. Yeah, I, I mean I think <clears throat> this is a takeaway in, in terms of like education, um, and people, you know, having kids going to school or they have younger children, or even if they have kids that are in school or getting ready to go next year. Mm -hmm. um, you have mm -hmm. options. You have options. You have options. Uh, like you that. don't have to take out a loan. Uh, they don't have to take, you know, a full load the first semester. Mm -hmm. They can take a couple of classes and you can pay for those couple of classes that first semester and see how they do. The world is so different now. Yeah. Uh, do you want them to even go? Are they going to do well if it's virtual versus if they're on campus? Are, gonna, are they going to do better on campus? Are you going to worry about them if they're on campus? Because everybody's not going to wear a mask. You know, things are, things are so different. So don't be so quick to jump out there and just write a check or sign mm -hmm. off on a loan. Take a couple of classes. Let them go to a junior college for one semester. They'll transfer. Mm -hmm. They yeah. can transfer. Um, that's, a, that's a conversation you want to have now. Don't have it a month before they're ready to go to school. <laughs> And people do that. They wait till the last minute. I had a lady today talking about uh, she want to retire next month. I'm like, no, honey, that's not going to happen. You ain't even sending your paperwork yet to retire. That takes at least three or four months. Oh, but wow. people wait till the last minute and just assume people are supposed to accommodate them. You can put in that's your two weeks notice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm about to retire. I'll be out of here February 15th by Valentine's Day. I'll be gone. I won't be back yeah. after, the, after I go out. So, but another thing I think uh, is a good takeaway in, in regards to that topic is um, notice who your kids are hanging around, <clears throat> and are are the are the kids or students that your 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 children are hanging out with are they smart? Are they going to college? You know, and you can figure that out years before it's time. Um, but and we, really, what I'm saying is environment is key. Because, you know, whoever you're like Jim Rohn said, you are the five people you hang out with, you know. And one thing about me, all my friends was going to college, you know. And, and the reason I brought up uh, Anthony, you know, I remember thinking to myself at, at, at 17 or 18. OK, Anthony's going. Anthony was, you know, he was like a, a, a great student in high school. And I knew that we were going to hang out and kick it in college, but I knew we were going to get our work done too you know what i mean and so so for me I, I think that i don't know if my parents looked at it like that 
but that was really important to me. And, and I would, I would look at it like that because if, if, if I know, okay, the folks you hanging around all them going to junior college, but you think you about to go, I'm on, I'm going to consider that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or vice versa. So I, I think that's really key. And if you can be intentional about environment as it relates to your child's education as well, uh, that's why, you know, you know, parents want to put their kids through private school and get them in a certain school because it's environment. You know, mm-hmm. that's what that's really what it is. It's environment. Everybody is going in a certain direction. Right? Tip Billy, your so, internet a little bootleg too. Just, it went. It went. Whoop. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. bouncing around. Hey, shout wow. out to AT and T. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> But you know, I would also say too, like for any parents that are listening, or if there are any young people listening, make a plan. If you if you have a different vision for your life, and you know that your parents might not be into that or be in tune to that, make a plan and present it to them. I mean, that's what I did. Mm, that's great. That's, that's what awesome. I did. I I had a plan, even if my parents had said no, I had a backup plan. I was ready. Mm-hmm. I knew what my my I had a vision. And even though, you know, sometimes you're like, well, all my pieces aren't in play. That's fine. You got a plan. You have a goal. You have a plan and you have a vision. That's all you really need. But I would also say too, have conversations with your kids, no matter how they are, sit down and talk to them in depth. You know, I I talk to my parents now more, I feel like than I did when I was younger in depth, because I got to that point in life where I needed to, I craved to tell them all my secrets. You know what I'm saying? So have those deep conversations because that part of the environment will definitely follow them throughout life yeah Yeah. i love that i love that cut you know have a plan and a backup plan uh and that's that's man that is so key um because like like tim said you gotta you gotta plan that thing out (laughs) you can't you can't uh you know next month think you're gonna do something and the folks who are planning for it um those are those are the people who if they get knocked off the rail, they're able to get back on, you know, they're able to get back in line because they, they, and that goes for paying for it too. You know, we, we should, we should really start, you know, a 529 plan or saving for college or whatever mm-hmm. when our children are born <laughs> or when we know we pregnant, you know what I'm saying? That's what we should really start doing because if we do that by the time it's time for them to go to college or if they don't, or if they get a full ride, Hey, look at, look at what you got. So, you know, it is exactly right. what it is. It That's is exactly what right. it is. I'm glad we got some, you know, uh, we always want to uh, give you guys something, you know, some some takeaways <laughs> and uh, and have some fun and all that good stuff. What y'all got planned uh, uh, for the rest of the week? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday right now. Wow, it's Tuesday. What's what y'all got? I, um, I was supposed to start this play this week um, with through uh, MCC. It's a theater company here in New York. We're actually starting on Friday. Um, it's a... Uh, I think eight vignettes, so it's it's a one act, but there are eight vignettes within it, um, written by a lovely pl- playwright named Infiniso. It's called One Love. So I'll be starting her for that on Friday, and um, yeah. How, how's your TV stuff coming? Did you do? Did you got a, a oh, yeah. role on what show? I shot New Amsterdam. Uh, yeah, last New Amsterdam. two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that a recurring but, role? It is a recurring role. I play Dr. Felicia Elder. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's my yeah. cousin. Okay. <laughs> but you know, auditioning and whatnot this week. I got I have my I, dry erase, but I'm gonna show the people without showing the people. But I I got my little board up here with mm, all my wow my different things that I mean, I got. how many are those are all auditions? 
No, some of these are like, I'm doing a panel discussion next week uh, through AMDA, the school I went to, American mm-hmm. Musical and Dramatics Academy for Black History Month. Doctor's appointment, some are auditions oh, okay. Okay. Um, and workshops. I take some workshops here and there on different topics. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. What you got up uh, rest of the week, Tim? Uh, Tim class tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Tim and I uh, got Catalyst tomorrow, my Catalyst class through the, uh, the Entrepreneur Center um, for startups. And um, got a few more appointments. I'm actually light on Friday, which I, I set it up that way on purpose. Uh, so I could just take some time. I'm, I'm supposed to be doing this cohort through the SBA, Tennessee uh, Business Development Academy. Yeah. So I have when when does that start? Um, it's uh, this, this meeting is supposed to start Friday at okay. 10 a.m. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I just want to have my mind ready for that. Yeah. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the weekend just to, to have some date time with, with mama, my wife. Oh, so, okay. I was, I was like, like yeah. what? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get too specific brother <laughs> no, keep it light keep it light outside of my son my son is like um <laughs> so when y'all gonna have a baby y'all gonna have y'all gonna have a baby in town oh wow oh lord i'm like Where dude it takes time he's like but it, do something i mean what's wrong my son was like your sperm's slow ah! <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> i was like for real dude he said i won I made it. <laughs> hey. I like, well, I guess. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that, that's okay. that's my eleven year old Rowan. Yeah. Yeah. Bless him. God bless well, him. Well, what guys, about you, Billy? I, I uh, I'm just gonna finish out the week strong. I don't have a too too much of a busy week, um, but I'm I'm really uh, just trying to stay disciplined. You know, I'm getting my running in. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'm work at, at our company, MyTech. Uh, we, we got we had a big win last month. We renewed a big contract with Nashville Electric Service. Uh, so for five years. So we're working on updating some things on that. And I'm just making sure that that goes smoothly because uh, that's an anchor customer. And, and it's really not our biggest customer. But uh, the name when people hear NES or Nashville Electric Service in Nashville, they think, oh, well, if you can do the work for them, you can certainly do it for, you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's really a credibility uh, play there. So we're just making sure everything rolls out good there. And then I'm, I'm really working uh, uh, diligently, too, on uh, understanding how the mind works. You know, hmm. I'm, I'm very fascinated uh, with our minds. So I'm always reading something or, or listening to something in, in regard to that. Uh, but no, I'm shoot. I'm I'm just going about my regimen. You know, my my day starts early, and uh, and it and it, and it ends late. You know, but I'm I'm all about uh, my regimen. So I'm I'm just kicking it out here, are, kicking it. You are your parents' child. Um, but how was your uh, gaming? Um, you know, your 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 gaming uh, activities going. You, what are you talking about there? You Stacey? you got your you got your headset on and you're in your gaming chair. I just want to know. Hey, you know, that's what uh Miles, my son, came in here one day when I when I got the chair. He's like, Why do you have a gaming chair? You don't even play games. I'm like, man, life is, is a game, bro. Life is a game, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And you gotta have and see the game, the, the, the gaming fanatics, they know how to do it, they got the chair. You know, they got the, the headphones. One of my one of my employees, he's a, actually a big gamer and he has a chair like mine. And he, he showed me his screens up and all this stuff. And, and he got a certain keyboard. It lights up. 
I'm like, man, these guys know how to do it, man. Yeah, you know, and they make a lot of money. Oh, no doubt. But your work area, it needs to be, to me, it needs to be like comfortable if you're going to be there for hours. But it also needs to, uh, it needs to accommodate what you're doing. You know, it needs to just accommodate you. So I'm real big about that. Even in my office, I have like uh, a, a ball. What's the ball called where you do your sit-ups and crunches? And, a yoga yeah, ball? I, mean, like a- I got yeah, I got push-up stuff. I got I got the resistance things. I mean, I got everything in there. You know what I'm saying? People be looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, dude, I got to make sure this area, if I feel like, you know, doing some sit-ups, I need to, you know, be in a, I can't lay on the floor, you know? Right. So anyway, um, you try to crack, but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> uh, just, just, I think I accomplished it. I got a chuckle. Yeah, That's yeah, all no I was doubt. looking for. That's because I, I was on your plant earlier. So, you know, you got me, you <laughs> got me plant, back. This plant, Esther, she going to make it through. She's going to make I it through. I just want to, I want to, uh, I'm glad you named your plant. I, I just want to say congratulations to Tim for getting a light. <laughs> and, uh, you know what I'm saying? So now we, we can, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we're doing this in levels. And yeah, uh, we make yeah, sure we yeah. got some good light. You using the microphone too? Uh, not tonight, but I mean. Okay, I can I, tell. I, I, I can tell. I'll make sure. I, just, just that on the I next can one. tell. <laughs> make sure on the I'm going to start just, doing ASMR. Uh, why, yeah. are you, why are you talking to the mic? <laughs> like that. Yeah, have, y'all, have y'all seen the uh, progressive commercial where, where people like looking at the thing like, can y'all, can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? <laughs> you got to watch this podcast on YouTube, y'all, because y'all don't, y'all yeah. even be able to see how crazy Stacey looks. Anyway, and her plant, you know. Hey, man, but, uh, hey, it's I hope you It's been great. It's been great. how Drew Hill look. <laughs> All right. Listen, don't, don't hate it. Don't hate it. Hey, what's that song Cisco used to sing from uh, Drew Hill? Uh, Tell me what you want. No, he when Cisco went solo, it was a oh. kind of oh thong thong the thong thong thong. I love it when that beat goes. Oh gosh, whatever happened to those guys? <laughs> they blew off in the wind somewhere. Who knows? <laughs> they were all. They might be in Europe. Oh, oh god, in in in, in Asia, well, they ain't nowhere now with the COVID. With the COVID. All right, y'all. Hey, let's wrap it up. Hey, this podcast is brought to you by. Tim McCleskey. No, what's your website? Fedup.com. Fedup.com. Tools to show you how to pay off your debt with money you already have. Anastasia.com. Uh, check out. Yeah. Anastasia. Oh, Anastasia McCleskey. That would be fire if you had that. It would be Anastasia fed up. McCleskey. Yeah, oh, fed up. Up. oh, man. Let me. If you, let me, if you don't announce the sponsors, get it right. All right. All right. <laughs> Fedupgroup.com. You know what I'm saying? Right. Fedupgroup.com. Anastasia <laughs> McCleskey. Dot com yeah, I need and BillMcCleskey.com. All right. Yeah. So we'll have sponsors one day, but those are the sponsors uh, currently. Uh, so go check us out and, 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 and take a look at what we're doing. And send in your questions. Holler back. Send us a message and uh, we'll check you out. See y'all next hey. time. Holler.